Welcome to the Dog Training Tips Podcast with your host, creator of the Dogmanship Training Academy, Heidi Hamilton. Welcome back. Imagine if we could just sit our dogs down and explain to them why we didn't want them to raid the rubbish bin or why barking at every dog on walks is unnecessary or that if they stopped pulling, they would get more walks. It would be a big help. But unfortunately, that is not how it works. My job as a trainer is to make my communication crystal clear to you so that you can make your communication crystal clear with your dog. We need to remember that English is not our dog's first language. If you're trying to ask someone who does speak a different language to you for a glass of water, you're not going to say, can I please have a glass of water? You're going to say water because it's something, a word that they may pick up on. Now, don't give your dogs full sentences and <laughs> they're not, they don't need the full sentence. They need those single words or single commands that are meaningful to them. Now that doesn't mean that I don't talk to my dogs throughout the day. I'm known to have a long conversation with them, but when I want them to learn or do something, I'm very super clear on the words that I use and the way that I use them. Now, over time and repetitions, I want my dog's reaction to the commands that I give to be automatic. So I don't want to, to require a lot of conscious decision making for them to do what I've asked them to do. They hear it and they start doing it before they've even thought about it. Now, if I've not made my command clear and consistent, it's impossible to get that kind of response. Now, ideally, when we're teaching our dogs, they've made a connection between a word or a sound that we've said and then an action or an outcome. Now, if they understand, for example, that sit means put your butt on the ground, then adding in, come on, come over here and sit down is confusing for our dogs. We want to use minimal words and we want those words to be clear and meaningful. When you say sit, mean it every time, reward it every time, and don't give the command in a full sentence. In my program, I use markers and a bridge between them. So we use yes, no, and good dog. Yes equals a reward, no equals a consequence, and good dog bridges them. I also use commands like sit, drop, on your bed, and their name for their recall and I use free as a release command. The only other things that I use is inside and outside as boundary invitations. So to get in and out of the car or in and out of inside or onto the couch or whatever it might be, it's saying you're allowed to cross, the, cross a boundary line. And that is all the words that you need to have a well-behaved dog. Now, of course, my dogs know other commands, but they are not necessary. They're just for flash or for fun. Now, I don't even use stay. Stay is usually used when you give a command like sit. It means hold the sit, which if you ask yourself what sit means, sit then essentially means you can put your bum on the ground for however long you like unless I say stay but what we want is for sit means sit until I release you until you hear the word free it means stay in your sit which means that the word stay is essentially useless to me now another example of using word clutter is repeating the command. Now, people do this in two ways. So they will say, sit, 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 
Sid, come on, sit. And then finally their dog sits, in which case the dog has either learnt to sit on time number five or 10 or 20, or it's learned that the, the word sit means absolutely nothing. And this is where our commands become not meaningful to our dogs. We need to give the command in a way that we can ensure that it's going to happen right? So if we're going to ask them to sit, we need to have a plan to make sure that they're going to be sitting so that that way, every time they hear it, they're pairing it with that action. And that's going to create again, that automatic response over time and repetitions. Now, another thing I see is people continuing to say sit when their dog is sitting. So if I said to you, can you go and sit in that chair, go and sit in that chair over there. And then you start to go towards the chair. And the whole time I'm saying to you, go to the chair, go to the chair. And and then you actually do sit in the chair, but I still keep saying, sit in the chair, sit in the chair. You're going to be like, what do you want from me? I'm doing it. <laughs> so say it once, then give a recommand if they don't sit and make it happen and reward it, right? So don't continue saying it once they've done it. Reward it once they've done it. You can tell them they're good, doing a good job once they've done it, but don't continue giving the command. Again, we want those commands when they hear them to be like automatic response. We want them to pair that with an action. And if we're using that word all the time in non-meaningful ways, it's going to water down what it means and you're never going to get that response. So this week, sit down with all the people who are involved in your dog's training, write down what words you'll use, what they mean, how you reward them when they do it, how you correct a mistake and start to be mindful of if you're doing, giving too many words, is there word clutter during your training session? A great way to self audit this is to video yourself training and watch it back. That way you can see what words you're using, how you're using them and how your dog's responding to them. So I hope that helps. If you want to continue training with me, you can do that from anywhere in the world. Just head to dogmanshiptraining.com or find me as dogmanshiptraining on Instagram or Facebook. Happy training. Bye.